0: back to another edition of the Untitled Jeff Buck Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Buck, and I am here at Media Day for the Championship Four here in Miami Beach, Florida. We're at the edition and uh, just wrapped up with the cup, guys. We had uh, some time with Joey Logano, Kyle Bush, Kevin Harvick, and Martin Truex Jr. They did about uh, 10-15 minutes on stage And uh, that part was fairly routine as they've all been here before. No really big mind games or anything like that this year on stage part. But then uh, they spoke to the media in little breakout sessions for about 20 minutes a piece afterwards, part of their uh, media day duties. And uh, just wanted to bring you some of the best quotes or some selected quotes that I thought were interesting from each of those sessions. You know, it seems like there's oftentimes uh, when you're at the racetrack or these guys are in a hurry or, um, you know, the press conferences of the track, it's it's all about focus on the racing. Um, situations like this where you have them for 20 minutes apiece, you can sort of uh, do a little bit more of a deep dive or ask some questions that you might not have a chance to ask normally. So um, I just wanted to pull some selected quotes that I uh, got into my tape recorder here and share them with you. Hopefully you'll find them interesting as well. So I want to start off here with Joey Logano, and I was curious about the chemistry between the Final Four, because I don't know if you guys have noticed, but they've been on sort of a media tour all together this week. They all flew to New York for some media events there, including Jimmy Fallon. Uh, they were uh, on the Today Show earlier Thursday for an hour together. So even though they're competitors and they're all going for a championship and all sort of cutthroat and... Uh, actually Joey himself has clashed with all three of them at various points. Um, I, I wanted to know what's the relationship like between them and, and what are the conversations like? Is it awkward? So I asked Joey about that. Here's what he had to say.
1: It, it, you don't know what you're getting into until you get there sometimes, you know, uh, and how everyone's going to handle a situation. Cause there's been times I've been part of this and, and the head games start when we go to New York and everyone starts drawing little jabs here and there and, and you're like, wow, you know, this is okay. And, you know, then there's the last couple of times really for me, spend, actually we've all tried to find ways to enjoy it. And, you know, it, the situation where we're all going to be stuck in an airplane together. We're going to be stuck in a car together. And we're going to do all these things in New York together. And there's no one else with us. You know, we didn't bring our our assistants with us or anything like that. We just, we were on our own. So, uh I think everyone, actually, we, we talked a lot and talked a lot about racing, talked a lot about not racing, and uh, just, uh, we have so much in common. Race car drivers do, right? Because no one else knows our lifestyle but but other race car drivers. And, uh, you know, I think you, you have a lot in common to talk about things like that. And I think everyone understands that when we get to the racetrack, you put the helmet on and it's there to win. You know, they're still competitors still to beat them, but you got to be able to find a light switch in there at some point. Um, I feel like I found that quite a few years ago to where you can flip a light switch and, and be competitive, be a hard racer, but, you know, flip it off and be human.
0: Kevin Harvick had an uh, interesting media availability today, and one of the things he talked about was motivation. I think we all know that uh, when his back's against the wall, he seems to buckle down. Um, it seems like he gets driven by controversy at times and, and races harder. Um, he talked about why motivation is important for him.
2: I feel like we race with a chip on our shoulder every week. <laughs> for, for me, it's you know, there's always some incentive in, in proving people that you can do something that isn't what they think you should do and and you know i think as as you look at you know you can look at my whole career you know you know you shouldn't win you couldn't win and then you did and you know last week it was yep this this penalty is going to slow them down but it's like i told you guys last week when they take 10 away we find 20. and you know it's just it's just the mentality of the race team it's it's always push the limits and when they back against the wall, make it better than it was before. And and I think up until the flat tire, I mean that was that was the pace that it was on to, to do.
0: Okay, so we know Harvick is somebody that is driven by motivation, but what are some of the things that are motivating him right now? Well, for one thing, it's Ford.
2: Well there's a there's a lot of incentive that comes with that the, the Ford question just because of the fact that, you know, when when we left Chevrolet there were a lot of people that said we would never contend for another championship. So you know, for for us within our walls, that's been a lot of motivation since we started. And you know, to to know how important you know uh, it is for for Ford to put themselves back in the mix. Uh, obviously, Penske has done a good job, but to have more cars in the mix to to try to win another Cup Series championship and and know how important that is to to Ford motivates us. And, and so we have a couple different reasons to to be motivated over that situation and and. You guys know me and have heard me talk about it long enough. I, you just Every year, every situation, you have to find those, those pieces of motivation that come from different things at, at different times. And, and the Ford piece is, is definitely very motivating from a couple different aspects.
0: I'm also always interested uh, in Kyle Busch and what makes him tick, what goes on inside that brain of his that um, creates such a good driver, obviously one of the most purely raw, talented drivers that NASCAR has ever seen. And I was wondering, is he a better driver now than he was even when he won his championship a few years ago? And what is it that makes him better? I think so. I do. Um,
3: I, I think I'm yet to see my prime, hopefully, and, uh, and crest that top. And I'll probably start thinking retirement once I crest that top. I think you always learn through any experience. Uh, any experience, any losing experience that you have, you figure out how to not allow that, that experience to happen again. Um, and, and, in your, and in your good situations as well. When you are winning, then you're thinking about, how did I do that? What did I do to overcome the loss and make it a win? Uh, and I've, I've been through a lot of those situations. That's just experience. And so um, I think you continue to grow and evolve, and especially the way the cars drive and change, and your competitors change as well too. That way um, you've always got to be – it's always a moving target, so you always got to be ready.
0: Another question I had for Kyle Busch is – we see him do these crazy restarts and um, come through in the clutch at times or um, win all these big races. Does he get butterflies? Like, does he get nervous? Does the adrenaline spike up? Like, does Kyle Busch just go out there and just do his thing or is there something going on inside the car where um, he actually feels something different?
3: Um, Yeah. I mean, I would, I think so, you know, last year in in the situation between myself and Truex, yeah, like you're, wouldn't say you're nervous, but um, you know, you're just, feeling everything and pushing everything. So you're tensed up a lot more than what you would probably normally be. Um, just trying to, to not mess up and, and hit every single mark exactly perfect. And, and sometimes that's, I go faster in those situations and sometimes I go slower in those situations. So, um, you've always just got to try to keep a, um, a level head and, and, a, and a frame of mind of being able to go out there and just focus on the job and the task at hand.
0: And then there's Martin Truex Jr. You know, recently, um, there's been, talk uh, openly about how Truex has been taking less money and being underpaid to race at Furniture Row Racing. Barney Visser has made comments like that. Um, Truex has made comments like that. So I guess I just wanted to know why he was willing to take less money.
4: You know, in the beginning, it was, it was kind of a normal thing, you know, just because that's, you know, that was my only opportunity and Uh, The team was in a pretty good place, and I felt I could go there and be successful and rebuild my name or or try to hopefully, you know, continue my success. Um, And then it kept going that direction, and I had to do it because it was really the only option. You know, I wanted to stay at that team. I knew what we could accomplish together, and I was willing to take the hit to have the success. And, you know, I think we talked about it a few years ago when – that's kind of when everything changed and barney's like i can't spend the money we got to get some sponsorship i brought you know i got johnny and best protocol on board and we started doing all that it was all part of that you know um and and honestly it just I, I just felt like we could go win a championship and and it, it it paid back it was worth it
0: i also wanted to include an answer here from martin truex jr and this is a question from dustin long of nbc sports and he asked why Truex and Cole Pern have meshed so well and what is sort of the key to their chemistry and maybe this has been out there before I'm not sure but i had never heard uh, Martin Truex Jr. put it in these terms before so here's what he had to say about that
4: Uh, That's really really easy to answer 2014 we struggled a lot Um, you know our cars were not very good we had some major issues that took a while to figure out but he never pointed the finger at me he was our engineer he wasn't the crew chief but He was the engineer and he did a lot of the setups and a lot of the work on the cars and and you know he was the one writing down the notes and taking all my feedback and he as far as i know and as far as i could tell he he believed in me 100 percent in that time when we were running 20 you know 20th and you know he just he always i felt like always had my back and was always willing to go the extra mile to try to figure it out and um once we did you know, obviously, you see what happened, but that just gave me the trust and the confidence that, you know, he had my back and he was my guy. And uh, we figured it out together.
0: All right. So there you have it. Those were the selected quotes from Media Day that I wanted to include in this. Short and sweet a little bit, but I don't want to um, overdo it or, or waste your time with quotes that were just going to drone on and on. Those were some of my favorite ones that I heard today. The next podcast you'll hear will be Sunday night, and we will find out which one of these gentlemen is the 2018 NASCAR champion. Will Harvick, Kyle Busch, or Truex win another championship? Will O'Gana win his first? My prediction is Kevin Harvick going to stick with that. I think he's been the fastest all year, and uh, he will roll off the truck fastest this weekend. And unless something goes wrong with his team, like a bad pit stop or something like that, I think he will come out on top. But there's 400 miles to decide that, so we'll all find out together. Anyway, tune back in Sunday night, and I will talk to you next time on the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast.